This is the Tom Dupree Show on News Radio 630 WLAP and WLAP.com. Welcome to the camp. I guess you all know why we're here. My name is Tommy, and I became aware this year. If you want to follow me, you've got to play pinball. And put in your earplugs, put on your eye shades, you know where to put the cork. Tom Dupree show. We got Philip Sexton in this half hour. Oh, Phillip, yeah. How are you, brother? I'm good. I'm doing great. Looks like I brought the snow in with me. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so um, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, things going on in the market this week. Uh, the market tried to get a setback going, but uh, seems to be sort of progressing upwards uh the dow and the s p 500 since the beginning of the year we're up about what three and a half four percent maybe uh yeah something like that you know for the week uh kind of flattish you know maybe up just a little bit uh tuesday tuesday was your big kind of down day i would uh, say uh down about 300 and something fears of china yeah, you know they they started the meeting in uh, Davos. Yeah, uh, and uh, the European Central Bank uh, came out. Uh, you know the the guy the guy in Europe I can't remember what his name Draghi was. Draghi. Yeah, he came out and he was speaking on you know their their inflation projections and and how they feel like the trade you know the trade spat going on. Uh, it will bring between down. the U.S. and China. Yeah, one it's spilled over to Europe too. You know, right. and, and they feel like from a global perspective, uh, they redid some of their numbers out for the next two years, um, yeah. and they bumped them down. Uh, they think know. there'll be a slowdown uh, to some degree as a result of that. Yeah, and that, and that rolled into that was on Monday, and that rolled into Tuesday when the market opened because you know Monday was MLK Day. So yeah. Uh, but you know the market's recovered from that and and went on to go up just a little bit for the week i believe uh you know uh, you you still you're right in the heart of earnings season yeah uh, we've had four of our companies that we invest in announce earnings so far uh over the next two weeks we'll have another probably 14 of them yeah announce earnings uh so you're right in the middle of it yeah i'm uh, gonna be helping you with that <laughs> oh yeah you're gonna see if i'm worth anything oh gosh well considering uh, you're the owner you're definitely worth uh, something right 
let's try to make it see if I can actually do some real work. Um, Trump signed a spending bill. Uh, looks like the at least for the time being, the government uh, shutdown is 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 over with. Yeah, uh, you know, and and there's been some talk that uh, the government shutdown uh, was actually, if it lasted through the first quarter, was going to cause zero growth. Yeah, zero GDP growth, which. I could see it's to be expected. You know, it's 800,000 people in the U.S. Uh, that aren't working, uh, that aren't consuming, uh, very little consumption. You know, they're still consuming, I guess. But, you know, it, it kind of s- slows down a piece of the pie. Right. Uh, but, you know, reopening the government for the next three weeks, uh, it's three, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, you know, that 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 could be a boost. Uh, right. Guy, you can jump in here. Oh, I will. I just was thinking what might be interesting. They, I, I heard last night that they're going to try to get them their money, the back pay, as quickly as possible. Yeah. It'd be kind of fun to see what kind of impact that may have just on – you know, all of a sudden 800,000 people getting all their money back. Yeah. <laughs> they had been figuring out how to live without it now. Right. Correct. Uh, and I think <laughs> a little spike. <laughs> I think the interesting thing will be how much of it do they save, right? How much of it do they spend now? Yeah, right. you know, because you, you you know it's only a three week bill, so you could be right back in this position this time next month. Um, well, I'm really glad that they that you know they agreed to open it back up. I hope they can they can work this out over the next three weeks. I really do. I think it's an interesting political move too. You know, opening the government, and uh, I, I think he was quoted as saying, uh, "It seems like, you know, from the talks I've heard, partisanship is going to be put aside, and and we're going to compromise." And somebody has bill. to give, and 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 it has to be the president because yeah. the president has to <clears throat> be the adult. And um, people are saying, "Well, he lost; he didn't get his wall money, and that kind of thing." I think in a way he won because he said, I'm going to be the big person in the room and right. you're not going to give me what I want, but that's okay. I'm going to do it anyway. And it's exhibiting leadership. That's right. Well, I think another, I'm going to, I'm going to quote another uh, politician that was the uh, Senator from West Virginia. He Man- was mansion. He was he, a democratic Senator from West Virginia. He was the only one because the Senate voted on two different spending bills. Yeah. One presented, you know, by by the Senate Democrats, and one presented by the president, and they failed both of them. There was only one Democratic senator that voted for the president's bill, and it was him. And he was quoted as saying that we're all not doing what we're supposed to be here to do, yeah, uh, which is work for the people. That's right. You know, and that was that was a pretty powerful statement in my book. Yep. Agreed. Agreed. Okay, uh, scamming grandma, financial abuse of senior citizens hits record. <clears throat> this is something that, uh, and then there's this thing about the other thing. Um, we have seen financial abuse of senior citizens go to a new high, and uh, it's something that uh, we're very much concerned about that our compliance department actually focuses on this kind of thing to where if we see this sort of thing taking place, uh, we can uh, uh, call it to attention. 
and it's 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 really a big thing and then there's this article here in the yeah. wall street journal about this yeah so it's an article written by yuka hayashi uh she she's i think it's a she she talks about um u.s banks reported a record 24,454 suspected cases of elder financial abuse to the u.s treasury department last year more than double that amount from five years ago according to government data it's it's the you know when you look at society as a whole you've got a big big piece of the demographic that's aging you know the baby boomer generation isn't getting any younger that's right and they're they're going into their retirement years they're going into these years and you, you you've always got those people that see this as okay you know this is this is easy money, you know. I'm gonna go in there and scam all these people, and it's sad to see, um, but it's it's the world we live in today, and it's real. Uh, you know, you talked about what we can do as a firm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there there are a lot of things you can do as a firm. Uh, we first off, we don't accept any uh, orders to do anything over email. Mm-hmm. You have to call us or come see us in person. You know, we've got to hear your voice, which helps for a firm like us because we meet with our clients on a regular basis. Yeah. We know our Once clients. every six months. You know, if if I hear, hey, this is Tom Dupree. Can you send me $20? <laughs> I'm going to know that that's not Tom Dupree, <laughs> you know, unless he's breathing in helium right now. Right. Yeah. It's there. There are steps in place. Second step, we custody our assets at TD Ameritrade. TD Ameritrade doesn't allow you to send money to any place other than address of record through a check right. or a bank account that's authorized. Right. Both of these, you can't change a bank account or add a bank account, and you can't change the address without signing a form. Right. You can't get the form without either A, coming to see us in person, or right. talking to us. Right. right. You know, they're steps in place we should be proud because we do we we have the tools and the processes in place to protect our clients but i think what's really interesting about this story are the numbers it's frightening how high they are and then when you look at how many people over ten thousand people a day mm-hmm. are turning 65 and when it went on to quote some statistics from the american bankers association 71% of bank deposits are from people 50 or older. And it's the way these criminals, these cyber criminals are operating. I mean, they just, they, they robo-dial and they get a senior citizen on the phone. And, you know, that person might be up in age or maybe starting to suffer from a little bit of dementia or memory problems, et cetera. And... Bam! Off to the races. I think we, we've had some personal experiences from, from friends and family yeah. just recently where they had some situations like that happen. Well, you talk about numbers, too. That's 67 a day, guy. Right. 67 a day. Scary. Okay, this is Elizabeth Dupree. <laughs> hey, Elizabeth! I've been in the studio for... Um, many many weeks taking show notes and this is a an issue that uh, i've had up close and personal experience with lately um 
friend of mine uh, had been given power of attorney for her mother. Her mother was experiencing um, increased signs of dementia and confusion. And ironically, all of this has come up in our office in meetings. Um, we had a compliance meeting. We went over ways to uh, look for signs of decreasing ability in the elderly. And, um, you know, one of the things is doing simple math problems. Can the customer do simple math problems? Well, with us, we see our customers or talk to them on a very regular basis. That's the, the platform of our whole company is the customer service aspect. And um, we can pick up fairly quickly if there is declining ability. And as a result, make a, a decision, uh, who's the power of attorney, when should it go into effect, um, and that's, we're not attorneys. We are not attorneys by any stretch of the imagination, but there's, if there's document, if there are documents in place to help this elderly person, um, then, then we will help put the whole process to make sure that they are protected and, and right. assisted. Um, but this friend of mine had a power of attorney and, uh, her financial advisor was declining to accept the power of attorney. So then where is the abuse? Is the abuse in the power of attorney or is the abuse in a financial advisor that is trying to maintain control for who knows what kind of agenda? Long story short, um, an attorney fortunately was already involved and uh, sent a letter in instructing the um, financial advisor that there is a new law or new statute in place that prevents a financial advisor from declining a power of attorney. I think the time frame is, is seven days. And once again, I'm not an attorney and I, I don't intend to interpret any um, legal documents. But make sure you know the rules associated with the powers of attorney, the rules associated with protecting the elderly, and the signs to look for, because um, elder abuse is just really, 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 um, it's on the rise. Hackers call them. They get taken in. That's right. I talked to a, a banker friend of mine who said that she has seen people cl elderly cleaned out because these hackers are so adept at what they do. And right. even, even beyond that fact, um, they don't stop. Once they get an elderly person that engages them on the phone, they keep calling. Your information is on the dark web, and they work you and work you and work you. So just be alert and, and watch your elderly friends and your elderly relatives and um, well, be aware. And I think to, to add to that, too, is you know it, it's a lot easier to scam granny, as the article says, without doing a power of attorney. You know, you look at what a power of attorney is for it's usually somebody that cares about that person you know Hopefully, that you would hope that yeah. that's the case a lot of times the power of attorneys abused too so that that's needs right. to be that needs to be watched right. as well yeah and if you if you know if you suspect these things are happening there are ways to prevent you know you can you can report it up you can you can move up to the legal system um, well, and that gets right back into the platform of our company, which is keeping a very close relationship with our customers, uh, watching them, and, and communicating with them. That's right. 
And if you know your customer, you're going to see signs of decline. You're going to see that, that relative that might be overstepping bounds. Or you're going to see a customer that needs some assistance so you can alert that family member. So right. get to know your financial advisor of your parent or, you know, That's right. Just stay in touch. Well, yeah. there, there's a good question. And don't be afraid to ask questions because you think they might get mad at you. you got to dive in and get in the belly of the beast. Well, the best question you could ask your family member, an elderly parent or family or friend, do you know what your financial advisor looks like? Yeah. And if Who? you don't, you need to get to know them. And if you don't have access to them and you can't get to know them, you need to make a change. Right. That's good. It's good. good point. Social media really causes a lot of difficulty here, doesn't it? We've got to be careful, y'all. That's that's the message. Well, and you you've got to be there. There's a lot of things to look at. You know, like you said, do you know who your financial advisor is? How often do you meet with that financial advisor? How is that financial advisor incentivized? What are they? How are they compensated? Compensated. What are they? What are they trying to do? Are they trying to sell you a product? Are they trying to manage your money? You know, right. because if they're trying to sell you a product, after they sell the product, guess how many times you're going to talk to them again? That's right. And you know, at Dupree, at Dupree we understand how hard our clients work for their money. So our job right. is to help them keep their money, not yeah. lose it. That's right. Well, and I think, in all fairness, I think all financial advisors probably think they have that um, in their wheelhouse in the best interest. But anytime you get compensated by commissions, there's a temptation to make an extra call. It's just right. the way it is. And we're fee-based, so our interests are aligned with that of our customer. Well, and I've said this in the past, too, is choosing a financial advisor is – probably more imperative than choosing the right investments yeah because you know that's a person you've got to build a relationship with that's, that's a right. person that's supposed to know what's going on and when you get to that that diminished capacity will get you the help that you need reach out to your we had a lady come in this week who uh didn't even know who her financial advisor was on one of the things she had another one 